straight out of the timeline, right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm Con! <laughs> <laughs> and this is Legends TV Talk. Gentlemen, how are you? R.I.P. Uh, headphone users. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Andy, have fun with that one. <laughs> Ouch. Just, you know, you know, that, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so here we are. It's, it's, it's uh, it, we, we've had, we've had an initial week off. So we're going to, we're going to do, <laughs> we're going to do two episodes for you this week. And also we've got some fancy new tech. Hey, um, as, as you can see, uh, I've, uh, both of us, oh, Kyle wow. and I have both. What is happening? It. Are you B? Are you L? Quantum Leap? Are you my hologram? No, it's, it's, it's Marty from Back to the Future. Yes. You're, he's fading away slowly. Your parents yeah, I, never I, I had a, Nookie. I have a different issue. <laughs> I can like pull things in and out of existence. But, uh, well, your issue too is like we have to get you better lighting because I'm sure you don't mean to look that ghostly. No, I don't. <laughs> it's it's I, I have two natural daylight windows shining in on either side of the green screen so that it doesn't like clip really bad and uh and look terrible. And so I am also pasty as an eggshell to begin with, uh, which is normally why I wear the hat that's over there uh, and I don't have it on right now and I kind of forgot. But you know what? I just shaved my head yesterday, so it's kind I'm of. I'm wearing old. a fat man on Batman and a backward hat, yeah, and I have a go. beard. Hey, you colored. I, you, know, you colored your beard. Shut I up! Should, <laughs> should, I did not. <laughs> it's weird. It was a natural retrograde coloring of the beard. It was not. It was not anything out of. Yeah, I totally colored. It. <laughs> hey, it looks good. It looks good for Sharpie work. Uh, wow. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I kid, I kid. It, it's been too long. It's been too long. We're happy to be back. We're happy to have this new technology to play with, and uh, we're hoping that you guys are going to enjoy it. So, um, yeah, we got two episodes to cover, um, and, and, and both of these episodes... Actually, before we get into the episodes, though, uh, I, I want to talk about a little thing that we've been doing over on Flash TV Talk, yes. and uh, our boys here... Uh, Will and Kyle are also helping with that. Uh, mm-hmm. Bo and I are doing what's called Flashcraft, and our goal <laughs> over the hiatus this summer is to recreate Star Labs in Minecraft survival mode. Um, and to do this... Which um, is a pain in the neck, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, we could have, like, creative mode. We could have done that. That would yeah. like, you know, yeah. super easy. And, and but, but no, there's no challenge in that. None. Central None. City has its rogues, and as does Minecraft. And so that's what we're trying to emulate there. And, and uh, boy, do they have them. I have, yeah, I have fought them. <laughs> why, why did you choose a place which gets robbers like every seven seconds is my question. I, I don't. I, Bo chose it. Bo, this, this, this was Bo's server. Bo picked the place. It was like the, the biggest expanse of flat land that he found. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turns out there's no sand anywhere around it. You need sand to make white concrete, which we're going to build the entire thing out of. But uh, anyway, you can check us out. Uh, we're actually... Uh, all, all of us are going to be streaming it independently. The yeah. main, quote, main channel is going to be Bo, and that's uh, twitch.tv slash TheRealBoYork, mm-hmm. I believe is what it is. Yep, um, sounds cool. right. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, can, you can find mine on twitch.tv slash SeedHD. That's Seed, as in, like, the little things that you plant in the ground, and then HD, as, like, high definition. Don't ask me what it means. It's a long and story. And you can find me on Twitch at Minecrime73. Oh, you could just give, I guess, the, the username. Kyle, what about you? Uh, I don't know yet. I have got to figure <laughs> that streaming bit out. <laughs> okay, I just got to remember to. I've got to remember to like Twitch to it because I mean, lately when I Twitch, because you know I have another show that I'm working on, I tend to Twitch to that show. Oh, and it's like uh, I better remember not to Twitch Flashcraft on Planes Talkers. <laughs> 
I have to yeah. remember to switch back to Minecraft 73. <laughs> but yeah, whatever I, I do there will go to Playstalker, so you might get more people. Hey, there you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun little project. We're kind of like, you know, mining, finding stuff. We're building little bases and stuff, too. And we're also uh, trying to find the resources we need to get flat, uh, Star Labs built. And so, right. yeah, you guys watch in uh, at, at some point for... Uh, uh, we'll be adding in because uh, Will and Kyle are both patrons of Flash TV Talk, which you know, mm-hmm. and, and so. But eventually, I think we might be opening this up to listeners as well. So, uh, you know, head over to um, Facebook.com/slash/FlashTVTalk or at FlashTVTalk on Twitter uh, to find more information there. And so, yeah, it's a fun little thing we're gonna be doing over the summer. Expect to see me, Will, and Kyle killing monsters and building things. So, yeah, and, the, and getting mad at Bo again for where he chose to put us. Yeah, <laughs> and the the first, at least the first. Uh, episode in three parts should be up on YouTube on Flash TV Talk. I think it is. While yes, I... that is that is true. That is true. We we cut the first uh, stream that we did into three different episodes. Uh, thanks, Mike. Mike did a great job on that. Uh, and so we're going to be streaming this Tuesday. That it's, is it's on Potisteries. Um Oh, Potisteries. Okay. Yep, okay, but it's only the first. It's only the it's only two episodes of the first whole. I wasn't a part of that yet. <laughs> <laughs> and so our, our first stream with all of us there is going to be Tuesday, June 2nd. Um, so hopefully this will go up before then. So you'll know about that. We'll try to, we'll try to make sure we get it out. <laughs> yeah. It'll go then. up on Tuesday as it's happened. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right. Hey, so I'm just proud of myself for one thing in there. I built something that's actually recognizable. You look at it and go, it's Titan's tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very true. Me, I, I just, I'm like, that. Hey, and that you can like find great. your way back now. Very easily, if wherever you yeah. are, if it's getting nightfall, you're like, "Where's the tower? Where's the tower?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna try to build a giant flash logo out of wool somewhere, but um, you have we to. shall see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm collecting flowers, red and yellow flowers, to make dyes, and then I have some sheep in my farm that I'm using to get wool. And I saw that I actually milked one of your cows earlier because I got you can milk cows. You, can get you have milk. to to get rid of the robber thing because if I kill you, kill the banner robber. If oh. they nail you, they can put something on you. And that makes the little logo there with the stinky stuff, and you've got bubbles around you. You have to drink milk to get rid of it. Oh, that's... otherwise, if you go to a town where robbers are, they're all going to come, oh, and they're all going to kill you. So that's <laughs> what I need because when I when I'm you know protecting them, I kill them all and I get the stink. Yeah. So I need to drink milk. Okay. You just need to drink milk so I could run over to Matt's cow and I'm like, <laughs> get a, all you need is a bucket. You put a bucket, bucket. and oh, you, you use the bucket it, on the cow? and then you use the bucket on the cow and you have to do it like two or three times, but it'll fill. Okay. So. I had no idea. Oh yeah. That's right. I've, okay. I've well, killed- welcome to our Flashcraft moment. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Flashcraft. <laughs> but anyway. TV talk. <laughs> all, all of that aside, I think it's time for a history session. A, a what? History session? A what? History session? I mean, could do, happen. Do you want to take that again, or are we just going to leave it in? Andy, no, leave it no, in. I'm pushing the button. No. <laughs> and now, gentle listener, it is time <laughs> for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A history I'm lesson. just loving this stream deck. I get to push buttons. <laughs> They're real <laughs> buttons now. I want a stream deck, too. Uh, anyway, these episodes were brought to you by the letter Z. No, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I wrote it down. I said it wrong. Anyway, this episode, well, both of these episodes were brought to you by the Z Word and Public Access TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our first episode, I'm, what we're going to do is a similar format to how we do uh, multiple episodes on previous shows is. We'll read uh, the the descriptions and everything for each episode back to back, and then we'll talk about both of them together. Um, 
So for our first episode, it's season five, episode 12, I Am Legends. And this one was directed by Andrew Cash, was written by Ray Utarnichit. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> and, ooh, this one had three writers. <laughs> Ray Utarnichit, Lee Poliot, <laughs> and Elemy Ch- Emil. Oh, gosh. Shiver. I have lost the ability to read. Emily You have Cheever. Kyle's disease. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, Will, why don't you tell us what happened in this episode? I'd be glad to. Uh, I hated this episode. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get into the proper voice here. Rubber baby buggy bumper. Okay. <laughs> After drinking from Chalice, the legends have immortality for 24 hours, which gives them time to get to the Wave Rider and use the loom of fate. However, they quickly discover that the sisters have stolen the Wave Rider and they are stuck. At Constantine's house in the middle of nowhere in London during a zombie apocalypse. Meanwhile, Gary is left on the ship, and once he discovers what is going on, he takes something important to the sisters after having virtual sex with Gideon. Basically. Yeah, basically. I mean, who knows basically. what you do with that rabbit? That's. Yeah. Uh, Gary's weird. Um, okay, so uh, the next episode that we will talk about is Season 5, Episode 13, and that is The One Where We're Trapped on TV. This one was directed by Mark Guggenheim, written by Grian Godfrey and James Egan. Kyle, tell us what happened this episode. Will do. After Charlie does the one thing that goes against her nature when it comes to her sisters, she tries to protect the legends by scattering them in different television shows. Of course, in true legend style, some can't just be blissfully ignorant and happy, but figure out a way to end up messing with the system. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we got two episodes to talk about here. I know the Mac has returned, clearly. <laughs> Apparently not. All right. Yeah, because we got to cut that off before it gets too long. Otherwise, we get sued. We get sued or taken off face, block, book, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So uh, overall impressions. Will, I know you mentioned that you did not like I Am Legend. Uh, Oh, I hated I Am Legend. Oh, this is just. uh, You know what? (laughs) It had absolutely no purpose. In fact, it completely invalidated the episode before it. It, If you think about it. it it, it, It basically said they went through all this crap. To get this elixir. And then, you know, so the MacGuffin of the week, the week before, they go through this crap and literally nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And now they have to spend an entire episode waiting for their MacGuffin that they wrote themselves into a corner with to wear off. Like, it was it was shoddily written. It was shoddily handled. It, it, the, the zombies came out of literally freaking nowhere. Well, no, like, there um, was no point for that. The one sister all. like cast the magic spell. On I know. I, yeah. <laughs> I get it, but it just, it, it was so ridiculously, you know, I'm I'm down with the camp. And if you want to do a zombie episode, then do a zombie. Hell, the zombie episode at the college, if they'd done it at college would have been a thousand times better than where they decided to do it. And I just think, it was just a waste of an episode all the way around. Yeah, it, it, like, I, that's one thing that we kind of speculated on after watching the college episode with them becoming immortal that, like, well, okay, so how do you fill out the rest of the season? Like, you know, we, yeah. got, what, we, got, we got one episode. A- after this one, we had two more episodes, mm-hmm. and they're immortal. And so, like, 
why do it then? Why not have that be the episode right before, before the, the last one? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It. Uh, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, but Kyle, uh, what what did you think about about fifteen or twelve? I I enjoyed the episode. I liked it. I, I like a good zombie episode. I especially one where George George Romero shows yes. up randomly in there. I'm like, yes. oh, that's great. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, it it felt like it felt like Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead. So and I and I mm-hmm. like those. Those are great. The whole thing about their immortality and them losing it in the next episode and them not doing anything about it was probably the worst part yeah. of it. Them and how do they not have their own uh, wrists? I can't time couriers. Yeah. on them at all times in case something exactly. like this happens. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, and, and that's that's my that's my big problem with this episode is that there were a lot of things like that that were just kind of ignored. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> but it did lead to some some kind of funny things, right? Like Ava getting shot in the head, that was that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Uh, you know, her trying to flag down a cab all zombie like even though she's not trying to be a zombie because she got shot in the head and they fell out of a car, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, George Romero showing up. I thought that was wonderful. I, I love the, the Shaun of the Dead stuff with the pub and the gun behind the pub. Um, yeah, like those things I thought were fun and I, and I enjoyed and they, and it, and it kind of like, that's, that's what made me sort of overlook and not, I didn't let it bother me as much. As the other things about like mm-hmm. Will said where this episode was completely pointless. Like, Everything that they accomplished the episode prior, they became immortal, which was to use the looms so they could set everything straight. It didn't happen. Like they, they, they had to, like, like Will said, they had to get a way to write themselves out of MacGuffin that they put themselves in. And so that, that was kind of disappointing. Um, I had assumed that if there was going to be some kind of way they were needed to avoid using the loom. Or maybe that they would use the loom and then they screwed up, which is why, you know, we see the previews of them, the one where they're trapped on TV. Like, mm-hmm. that's how it happened. Like, that's kind of what I thought was going to mm-hmm. happen there is that is that they were going to be immortal. They were going to screw it up because they're the legends. And then they would all be stuck on TV. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds yeah. like a better way to end the episode. <clears throat> but. Right, right. Like, they've used the loom to try to fix stuff and they just break it further. That seems mm-hmm. very legendy to me. Well, it's uh, it, well, then again, it is what they did at the end of episode two. Or season, season two. two. That's yeah. Well, that's what yeah. they did with. They broke Doom time. World. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, you know, okay, if they had done that, we would have we would have nailed them for that. Yeah, but I, I mean, would we have? And that's kind of what the legends do. <laughs> yeah. They screw stuff up all the time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, those, those fun little tidbits aside, um doesn't kind of make up for the fact that they had to kind of like write themselves out of this corner. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so, yeah, that was, that was disappointing about that one. I like overall, I enjoyed it. I think it was fun. What it did to the story and the plot. I don't really agree with. Um, They could have literally ended the episode previous without, with, you know what? Have them take the immortality serum. And the sisters show up and go, well, we already have the rings. Screw you. Charlie, you're, you're either with us or against us. And she goes, well, you know, and somebody looks at her and goes, Charlie, if you go with them, we might have a shot. If you don't, they're going to get rid of us all. She goes, and that's what she does. And she uses the immortality serum to put them in TV going, I can't kill them. 
Like, it would have made so much more sense. We would have avoided hmm. the entire episode. The episode oh. was pointless. Like, it was a pointless episode. It served absolutely no purpose. You could have got there with a lot better and more clever writing. and Or have Astra be revealed to have always been a traitor. But I think they want to somehow try to save her. They, they wanted to put her in, a, you know. And this with, whole episode didn't need to happen. Yeah, a, yeah. a lot with what's happened going to happen in the next episode. It shows what they are doing. Doing that, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and plus, who doesn't like to see Gideon in her human that's form? That's just it. I think she has a contractual. Like, <laughs> once a season, I get to be a person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, oh, oh shit! It's oh god! It's episode thirteen. Uh, we haven't. Have they been, we written Gideon. Do we want her in the finale? No, we don't want her in the finale. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, uh, and it also. Uh, all right, you know what? <laughs> She's a rabbit. I don't know. Yeah, they're like. Oh, I think she's a rabbit. <laughs> well, you know, Gary hasn't had a lot of screen time, so you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. Yeah, uh, we need to get Gideon in there. Uh, Gary needs more screen time. Gary's got a new bunny. Um, Gary hits his head. Which, by the, way, the bunny. How many people thought when they were like, because they the way they said it was Gary's bunny has IBS. How many people thought when they found the carrot that they were just going to find rabbit turds? Because I, I thought they were going to find rabbit was- turds. I did. I was like, oh, God, they're going to show us rabbit poop. Oh, it's <laughs> I would, a carrot, you safers. I, yeah, I was hoping so bad that it'd be <laughs> rabbit poop, but it was not. That's not fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and so, you know, that wasn't really a surprise of anything. For, for like a split second, I thought maybe Gideon had like gone into Gary's mind. Yeah. Um, but no. No, it was just, just the rabbit. Just the rabbit. And, uh, yeah, you know, we got all this stuff going on. Sarah dies, which again was completely emotionally wasted because she's alive the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's Sarah, no emotional weight there. Sarah dies again for what the second time? Third. Well, no, third. Are we counting? Are we counting Arrow she, or just I think Legends? She died twice in Arrow. She died. Yeah, she died twice in. She died. Um. She died twice in Arrow. The first for first actual death was when she got. Arrowed by Thea at in the beginning of season three, and then they brought her back. Yeah, yeah, it's her second death. Kill her? Uh, she was. I forget. Mind control was. was yeah, she was under. She was under Guru or something. No, no, it was something to do. She was under mind control from Malcolm. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. From you know, Doctor from Captain Jack. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sorry. Still watch that show. It's Captain Jack. I'm like. I love John Barrowman, but he's always Captain Jack. I can't help it. He's like, he's great in person, by the way. Oh, I want to meet him one day because I I think he would be like. He's, I love I loved him in Doctor Who. I want him back in Doctor Who. They should it, they should have the Doctor regenerate into him at some point. The, the convention <laughs> I was the very first convention I was at was John Barrowman, Chad Rook, and Katie Lutz. Oh wow! Hmm. Uh, I met Chad. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you get us an interview? Uh, no. th- this uh, was. I actually got us an interview with Chad Rook on Flash TV Talk, and and I yeah, mentioned I Flash TV Talk, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, how are those guys doing?" Uh, oh really? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but it's I didn't like, get to meet. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to meet Katie, but I mean, oh, but this okay. was this was also right around the time Flash season one just started, and so Arrow season three would have started as well. So she had just died. On that episode, so it would have sucked if she didn't. Yeah, she didn't yeah, come yeah. back. 
Man, it was crazy. So after we did that interview, uh, Chad Rook reached out to us and said he was going to be in Austin for a convention. And <laughs> me and Bo, Chad Rook, and like several Power Rangers all oh, nice. went bar hopping in Austin. It was, That's it was, awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Which version of Power Rangers? Are we talking like Mighty Morphin or Zeo? Well, nobody the, wants to hang with the Zeos. The one that I remember, uh, the uh, the red Power Ranger uh, was Austin St. John? Female. Oh. Oh no, that's she's that was from Samurai. Female red. I I unfortunately know Power Rangers. Yeah, I I I don't. I'm dying. I'm not surprised on this one. Yeah, and and it was funny because I was um was she was she blonde? He's like I couldn't tell. I didn't look at her face. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that was she's from Samurai. I'm trying to remember because like. Because I met her after we got to the bar, and I was DDing, and Bo was like, you know, going crazy, and she she was actually kind of like, I, I sort of hung out with her because she's like, yeah, it's, I, it's not really my crowd, like I don't really, you know, go out and party and stuff, and so I just kind of sat with her, and I was like, yeah, well, I'm DDing, so nice. <laughs> oh man, but that was fun. That was fun. Um, did anyway, you have the, did you have the balls to ask her? So, what are you going to do after Power Rangers? Oh, of course, it's not. always an interesting question because it's like. Name me one actress other than the Pink Ranger and Tommy who had careers. Anyone? Anyone? Um, Did Tommy Bueller? have a career? Bueller. Tommy um, had an MMA career. Yeah. Um, the does that um, count? Jessica Jones, the the tenant that's that lives by her. Okay. Um, he was a Power Ranger. No kidding. Yeah. All right. Huh. Um. One of the blue. Well, I think the Black Ranger, the original Black Ranger, had like a Nickelodeon show for like seven minutes. I think so. Well, uh, one of the Blue Rangers from uh, Power Rangers SPD was on Star Trek Discovery. Oh, um, right. One of them allegedly killed the roommate with a sword. That was from yes. uh, Wild Force. <laughs> and yeah, that's. Sad. I love that you put in the alleged on that, but was he the Red Ranger? He was. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was a red, it was a Red Ranger. Yeah. So, you know, what's great is that the Red Ranger went in Red Rager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently. and then and then also on and then also on CSI there was one Power Ranger too. Huh? Yeah, but they didn't have careers. They kind of had guest spots. That's, I mean, like, no, that's, I will I say would, this: that's a Amy Joe at least. I mean, Amy Joe had a had a series that was doing pretty well. It had like three or four seasons where she was like a SWAT girl or something. I can give yeah. her that. Yeah, huh. uh, I'll give her that. Leverage? No, not leverage. Flashpoint. 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 And it wasn't bad because it had the dude from Veronica Mars who I love. Like he plays her dad, and so I I love that guy. Yeah. So, but we should probably move away from yeah, Power I was, Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to jump in right there and be like, all right, <laughs> thanks for listening to Power Rangers TV talk. But, uh, but yeah, we got, we got one more episode to talk about and then we got some stuff to speculate and we got, of course, my favorite portion of the show. So, uh, let's go the ahead. End. And, yeah. <laughs> that's your favorite portion of the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the second episode there. The one where they get stuck on TV, as we mentioned earlier. Basically, everything emotional weight that the last episode had was completely undid because everybody's back, including Gary, um, Astrid, everybody. Barad. Barad. They, literally, they literally went in neutral for three episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everybody's back. Astrid's mom's back. Um, you know, so everybody got what they wanted. And, th- and this was Charlie's kind of whole thing is that, like, at that last little conversation, this is the only thing from the last episode that had any significance on this episode. It was mm-hmm. they're sitting around the, the table discussing what they would do if they had the power of the loom and, you know, Mick wanted to be a criminal. Uh, Sarah wanted to like, you know, just hang out and be with her friends, trailing time and beating bad guys. Um, John wanted a good childhood for Astrid. Um, what was the other one? Did Mick they... wanted to be a criminal. Mick wanted to be 
criminal. Yeah, Mick, um, Mick wanted to be a criminal again. Zari wanted her brother back, and I Zari forgot what her brother back. Nate and Hank actually. wanted Zari back. Yeah. They, oh no, no, that didn't happen. That was just a weird thing. No, I forget what the other one was. Yeah, well, they split but, out eventually, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We'll talk. So, but the uh, yeah, the, the thing about that is, is that you know, I think. Oh, I know what Ava wanted a, a, a lifting bra. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Oh boy. <laughs> Somebody was going to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but yeah. So uh, that was really the only thing from the last episode that really had any sort of a, a carryover to this next one. And what we find out is, is that the fates have won. They use the loom. Uh, free will is gone. Everything's totalitarian and crazy. Um, and everybody eats mush. They eat different colors of mush, and they rewrite history. And they watch television Which is like shows. Soylent green. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. they're going for. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I hate that movie. Soylent Green, 1984. They were is what yeah. really what they were going for. Yeah, Soylent 84, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, we see Mona for the first time in a long time uh, since sure. the bachelorette party. Yeah, yeah. So Will was uh, super happy about that. I'm sure. <laughs> she wasn't bad this episode. No, she wasn't. She wasn't bad. Um, no, this is what she needs to do. You need to just put her in front of a TV where she can comment upon it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Again, she'd have been great two episodes ago. Like, she should have been in the sorority episode. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and, and also, the, the one weird thing about this is, like, okay, so the Fates won. There's no free will. But, like, the one guy at the History Rewriting Archive place questions something, which would indicate that he doesn't have free will. And they cut his mm. thread. Because if you don't have free will, then you, well, shouldn't all of your responses be not yours? Praise and the like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, right. how, how is there any sort of rebellion whatsoever amongst these people? Mm -hmm. it, it still seems like there is free will. It's just repressed and squashed. Yeah. So. And, and, the, and the, the, titles, the title card? Very, was, uh, very Russian. Very USSR. I, it was very Red Sun. <laughs> yeah. It, looked, yeah. it reminded me a lot of Red Sun. I liked I liked that intro. Uh, that, yeah, I, thought, I, I thought that was pretty cool. That was and that was really that's neat. That's one thing I like about uh, about Legends is they do stuff like that where it's mm -hmm. you know they have this universe altering effect and they change their logo for it. That's cool. I like that. Um, and so yeah, and so what what we have here is we have this dystopian universe and uh, we see our accessory characters like Mona and Gary. Gary recognizes that the world is not right, yet he his thread's not cut for some reason. I don't I don't I don't yeah. Know. It was know that's all it's, about. It's very weird. Like. The other person's thread was cut just for saying two things, and then Gary's like, "The world's not right. I get to live." Yeah, and and maybe that's because they the way they wrote Gary in this new universe was to make him the crazy person that nobody believes. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe that's his thing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they uh, Mona gets home. Uh, she takes the plant of her coworker <laughs> and starts watching TV, which and is free will, by the way. Well, no, unless unless she was ordained to do such by the fates. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, the free will thing is is that's a whole other podcast. We can talk about that, but um, <laughs> we should talk about will in every podcast. <laughs> free will, free, free will. Where, where is he being? Where is he being held? No, I normally charge. I'm <laughs> Oh, it's like the free Tibet thing, and then you call up the embassy in China, and you're like, uh, how much? <laughs> I'll take it. And then you sell it back to them um, for all the tea, to quote the Family Guy joke that I butchered. Um, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and we, so, so now we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is, you know, the best part about it. And that is the various different, um, uh, what'd you say? Parodies? Parodies. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which we had before, but these were better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Um, and, and the first one we start out with, and it's, it's very obvious parody of friends and, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, <laughs> this is great. I, I, I really like this. It, it was, <laughs> it's always fascinating to me when you, when you watch shows like sitcoms and stuff, and then you watch like serious dramas and you watch weird shows like legends, the different styles of acting and stuff that, that goes into these kinds of shows to make them work. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't acting like the legends on these shows. They were acting like the people on those shows would act. Mm-hmm. And right. You know, so like very obvious overacting and like, you know, looking at the camera kind of stuff and, you know, visual gags and the things that they do. Uh, what what did you guys think about the friends ripoff? I thought it was fine. I, I I liked it. I liked everything they did with it. I thought, you know, those three being there was a good set. It mm-hmm. was a good way to bring Zar old Zari back out. And again, the actress who plays Zari, I mean, she changed how she stood. She changed we just saw it in the scene. Like you could see her entire demeanor alters with her, you know, when she goes back to her old self. Yeah. It's really, really well done, I thought. And, you know, and it was funny, and I'm a fan of Friends. I'm a child of the 80s, so, you know, means I was a college student in the 90s. So, I was all right with it. Yeah. What'd you think, Kyle? <laughs> uh, for someone who hasn't really watched Friends or really cared enough to watch Friends, I, I understood everything that was going on. Um, yeah, Zari is fantastic. She needs to stay on, and I hope Zari 1.0 sticks around, which I think she I will. Think that's what they're doing too. Yeah, yeah. And well. and having and having Barad back too. Perfect because Zari 1.0 never really got to uh, be around her, her brother. older brother, yeah. so it's great. And then having Nate as an actor trying out for a show called Arrow in Starling City, but as Robin Hood <laughs> is great. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I, I thought that was a pretty good thing. And, like, they start making fun of Arrow and saying, like, how, you know, it's... Well, the director is was Mark Guggenheim, and he was one of the executive producers on Arrow. Yeah. Yes. So it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so so they, they end up, they have some, uh, which, if you're watching the live stream now, you're seeing what we're exactly talking about uh, behind Will right now. And um, throughout this thing, uh, Zari splits out. You know, she becomes her old Zari and new Zari. And this is where we like she she knows what's what's up. She knows everything's different, but none of the other legends do, um, which which is kind of an interesting sort of thing there. And uh, they decide to open a door in their apartment that they've never opened, which is a classic thing in these sitcoms yes. where <laughs> where there's always like, what's behind that door? They've never opened that door. Now we know it changes the channel. It's and, a static. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that takes us to. um Oh, uh, <laughs> to Downton Abbey or High Hightown Manor. Abbey, Hightown yeah. Manor, yeah, or whatever they called it, yeah, yeah, Hightown Manor. So, and that's our next um, uh, parody here, and this is obviously Downton Abbey that they're parodying. We have Constantine as a butler. We have Astra and her mother as uh, the uh, lady and heiress of this mm-hmm. estate, and Berard and uh, Nate and Zari. Uh, Berard and Zari are princes. Wealthy, yeah, well, they're they're, wealthy, they're, yeah. they're a, a wealthy aristocrats, and Nate is their chauffeur. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And and uh, this this was this was also kind of I I've never watched Downton Abbey so I don't know what neither have yeah I have and it was it was very well done yeah um you know right down to the to bell ringing and all High that. Castle was, they really did it really well yeah um as far as that goes I was I was kind of okay with it so and again I'm not a big fan I'm not their demographic but I've you know been married twice and, well <laughs> well so so. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about Downton Abbey, so it looked like it was a very well done kind of like, you mm-hmm. know, um, what would you say? Not historical piece. Um, it was Victorian. It was yeah. just a hist- it yeah. was something like a step out of time. We get, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it dealt I, a lot with the aristocracy of the early 20th century, and the, it's it's going away during the mid 20th century. And yeah, you know, World War One, the Titanic, all that stuff. And I felt all of them did really good on their British accents, like Constantine's Butler well, accent. Well, Constantine got to use, I think, what is more his real accent. I've never it, heard the guy in an interview. But. Yeah. It is. I mean, yeah. I'm going to toot my own horn and say, uh, upon meeting him, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, that is pretty With close a Power to Ranger. <laughs> Was there no, Power not this time. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that is very close to his normal British accent. So he's but, not like, yeah, got a Cockney normal yeah. accent. Okay, interesting. Um, and the weirdest thing about this was is that Constantine still had magical powers. Yeah, <laughs> like as a butler, he still has magical powers. Um, and it and, scared him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he, 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 you know, he fights these demons between his magic and and uh, not using it and whatnot. And uh, they eventually are able to kind of, I guess. They they don't they don't uh free Astrid from the illusion. They just kind of give her character in this show the idea that she wants to go explore and, and go with them. Uh is, is what I gather there. Um she's still not like Astrid, right? Right. Well that's the right. same with Barad and Nate. They're not right themselves yet either. Right. It's just Zari. Um mm-hmm. and so it's kind of interesting to see them sort of convince these pseudo characters to come and, and, and join the cause, but they, they eventually do Constantine cast a spell uh, and they are all transported to uh, maybe my favorite one of, of the episode. <laughs> and that is star trip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Kyle, I'll let you start. What'd you think about star trip? Uh, I loved it. Um, I being a big nerd, they got the, the star Trek uh, rankings. At least somewhat correct on their arms. Yep, I don't care. Um, with for captain and commander, even though they're co-captains, so I guess it would have been yeah wrong anyway. But uh, I love that Ava was Spock and Sarah was Kirk. Yeah, and Sarah her, was Sarah her was Shatner. Kirk. Her Shatner was Perfect. was on point. It really was. I'm she so glad they had did that. the emotive rhythm that he liked to talk with <laughs> yeah just like wow so mm-hmm. do we kill them now <laughs> it was it was great uh i love the the klingon or the gromulan uh, oh yeah they call them gromulans yes. the gromulan it's, it's it's a it's a mix between romulan and klingon but oh yeah not really uh, um, but that was great the makeup was great and yeah and See, the explosions, just how they killed the entire crew with one blast was perfect. And, like, you know, this android crew that can never die. But, I mean, come on. We had to talk about the booty shorts on, like, the dudes as well. Like, that, yeah, that everybody was. Everybody had booty shorts except the women. 
That was hilarious. Which is a which is a total send up of sixty Star Trek. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Roddenberry was a known misogynist. Everybody knew it, and he was like, "No, no, no!" In the sixties or in the in the future, they would all wear this, and nobody would even notice because we're so evolved. Yeah, it's like whatever. It's like Fast come forward on. to twenty twenty. Uh, we you noticed. literally <laughs> married one of your castmates, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like how George Lucas told Carrie Fisher. Uh, or they, convinced they don't wear her bras in space. Yeah, convinced her not to wear a bra under her Leia costume because, well, you know, in the future they don't have bras, or in space they don't have bras or something space. like that. Yeah. It's weightless. Yeah, <laughs> and yet two films later, boy, did she? Yeah, <laughs> uh, the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate bra. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I thought this one was really fun. I thought the, the makeup on all the characters was was, was really good. Were I you... think Ava had the ultimate bra in this episode. Oh god, I'm yeah, keepers. Wow, like that promo <laughs> shot of them standing next to each other. You know, on either side of the of the frame, like looking mm-hmm. at you, just like I, I, I think I, they even enhanced Katie a little bit. I'm like, oh, they they just went for it. <laughs> they were right there. They're like. Nope, we're going total Star Trek and here's boobs. Well, I mean, she always, she always, Ava always wears kind of like, you know, not flattering clothing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so I guess in this situation, there's really not a way to dress that character in any kind of like way that Ava would normally dress. And so, mm-hmm. right. There they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this one was really fun. It was, it was, Seeing like it, it took me forever to realize which one of them, uh, uh, the Gromulans, and, until he actually spoke, was Constantine. Um, yeah. Oh, really? Because well, the makeup they they all looked rather similar. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow, that's awfully, you know. Well, but so you're saying they all look alike. <laughs> the Gromulans. Right. The... That's how you want to do, man. That's very, it's very ethnocentric <laughs> against Gromulans, man. Hey, but, look. Hey, if that's how you want to roll in this show, you're the main host, <laughs> man. I'm, I'll roll back with you. Oh yeah, all all the makeup on the on the people look kind of similar. That's all I'm saying. It did. I, uh, I'm sure it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Walk that yeah. back. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so so they uh, they they end up they turn the translator on. They have fun there, and uh, they all join up. And on the other hand, why oh no. Yeah. On the other hand, that was not, that was another good one. <laughs> yeah, that was a comedy comes in three moments when they did that three times. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. <laughs> um, and so it turns out that they kind of start to remember some stuff and they get transported to their next location, which is Mr. Parker's Mr. Cul-de-sac. Parker's cul-de-sac. <laughs> now this one, I was kind of, I, I, I was hoping that we would have Brandon Ralph come back just for one episode, just to be Mr. Parker. I kind of wanted that. That would have been the ultimate comeback. I know. I, just to, just to do it. But it sucks that it didn't happen, but I'm okay with that. It did. Yeah, I mean, I understand why they didn't. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, of course, but like, I thought it'd been kind of neat to have him do that because I thought he was so good in that Mr. Parker kind of role thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so Mr. Parker is seems to me to be a uh, a device used to sort of brainwash people into compliance, right? And so you that know, seems like it, or it just at that point, moment in time when they're when Charlie is at the the helm of the keyboard and yeah, she might monitor have just whatever them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Will, what did you think about Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac? Um, I think it was a, it was okay. I don't know. I kind of wish they had found something else to do. Like we've seen Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac, and you're kind of addressing the fact that you you're going to make us realize that Ray's not on the show anymore. Yeah, where you know a couple seasons ago you had the A Team, Charlie's Angels. They could have found, you know, 
they went 90s and 2000s. I, you can't tell me like a Mr. Belvedere, a Different Strokes. You, you couldn't say by another. the bell. Say, yeah. Well, yeah. Any sort of 80s or nine, you know, 80s or 90s television show. I mean, kids show. Okay, Sesame Street. You did puppets already. The Electric Company would have been fun, but. I, I and I understand it. They wanted to go, I think, with a kids show. They wanted to find, you know, because they they want to show that they're trying to indoctrinate early. Yeah. Okay, but I also wonder if they were just like they just spent their creative juices with friends, Star Trek, Downton Abbey, and said, "Well, we got no. Let's just do Mr. Parker's call the sack again." All right. Yeah. No. They could have easily <laughs> done it differently. And, yeah, this is great. <laughs> just everyone. Dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except, except for the, except the cocaine. Yeah, you have to be watching the live feed, those of you in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But um just I think if they had rotated this, if they had went from friends to called or friends to star to Star Trek and then brought everybody to doubt and just cut Mr. Parker, that would have been fine. Yeah. You know, it, that I mean Well, I mean you didn't need it. There, there was the one little bit in Mr. Parker was them. Um, there was that. Oh, what was it? I'm, I'm trying to remember the, the 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 timeline of events here. Mona starts making them remember, and then right. after that, she does script changes? Yeah, um, she does the script change, makes them remember, and then they start to sing the song. But all of them kind of decide on their own to go back. Right? I mean, that was like no, a, right. no. Um... They're all forced Charlie was back. Writing. Yeah, yeah. Charlie was forced writing. them to all go back to their respective shows. Okay. okay. And I think they, Constantine was the only one who wasn't going to do it, and then he saw what was happening with Astor, and he was like, he put himself back there. Yeah. And we yeah. had we had a good moment there with, with Constantine, I thought. Like, that was a really, a, a, a nice character development moment for him, that, where he was like, you know what? You're here with your mom. You're happy. That's cool. I will do whatever I can to make sure that, we, that you stay like this. Until Astrid herself is like, this isn't real. We gotta, we gotta get out, right? And then that's when mm-hmm, he right. decides to actually do it. And I thought that was pretty neat. That was, that was a, a nice thing. That, of course, Constantine got what he, you know, got what he wanted anyway, which was to get out. <laughs> right. so, so, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, it was cool for them to, for him to have that actual moment. I, I, I did appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so it ends up they. Uh, they get written out of the shows. The shows will get canceled, which allows them to return to the, to the, the, the real world basically. And then after that, um, Charlie's kind of well, pissed yeah. because. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have an answer to the, to my question, the whole show, where was Mick? <laughs> oh yeah. We have to talk about Mick. <laughs> well, they have to, they go back. And they go they back. Another episode of star trap or whatever it is. Star, star trap. trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> this was like the greatest thing about this whole episode. Yeah. Like for someone who doesn't want to be in costume plays it perfectly. <laughs> Just Mick being uh Mick being Carl Noonan Singh from Wrath of Khan. Carl? Khan. Did I say Carl? Wasn't it Carl? Khan Khan. Khan. I said Carl. Khan. Did I say Carl? Khan. You said Carl. Yeah. It's Khan. No, I said Khan. You said Carl. No, you said Carl. You did said I really? Carl. Yeah. Yes, you did. Andy, play it back. Uh, Carl Noonan Singh from Wrath of Khan. 
how, how do I get Noonien Singh right and then for call him Carl? Carl. <laughs> well, it's his dad. Yeah, his dad was dad. Carl. That's Carl. <laughs> Damn it, Con, get back in the garage. <laughs> I need you yes, to hold Carl. this flashlight for me. <laughs> I'm trying to fix the phaser well, no, array. He called him Carl Jr. and he didn't want to be named after a bunch of... He's like, my name's Con, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, yeah, so that... Yeah. Um, yeah. Make it... that, was, that was a great little bit. He Ricardo Mato bonded up and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Whipped his hair back and forth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was great. That was great. I, I I love that little bit from there. Um, but yeah. So now they're back in the real world. Charlie, uh, has lost her ability to protect them. Um, and I think that's no. Hold on. They basically they all decided to get their show canceled. Mm-hmm. And then when they get the show canceled, they all end up in this like studio environment. And the episode ends with them deciding that they're gonna they're gonna give it a shot. Yeah, they're gonna fight it out, and they're gonna try to inspire. They're walking out. Yeah. Oh, it says end. Interesting. Yeah. I did not. I did not realize that upon my third viewing of this episode in Mister Parker's cul-de-sac, his letter blocks are labeled end. End. Like this is the end end of the road. Oh, right. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, I never noticed that as well. Um, but yeah, so so there we go. The the legends now they're out of their imprisonment. And they're now going to try to inspire rebellion in a society mm-hmm. in which all history of rebellion has been erased. So I think it's time for some speculation. It's time for speculation with Bell, Will, and Kyle. My dog is dropping chew toys on the glass <laughs> office mat that I have making a racket. Oh. So now I have both of them in here. Goosey, goosey, go away. Go away, go play with your brother. Corgan, go away. Go away. <laughs> right. Oh, dogs. I should have closed the door, but I didn't because it was kind of warm in here. Anyway, here we are. Speculation. Um. All right. Well, there's three gods. They have total control of the world. Um. How are the legends going to beat them? Like, it, I, my guess is they're going to inspire some kind of revolution, and mm-hmm. the um, uh, I guess introduction of free will into the populace will weaken the the gods. I could, I could see that happening. Yeah, and then yeah. maybe weaken them to the point where Charlie can take over and operate the loom by herself. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, will, do you have any ideas? I think that you know. Yeah, Charlie's going to, this is probably where, because I don't think she's on the list yet for next season. At this least it wasn't where... in the, in like the season six synopsis. They didn't, they had no mention of Charlie. Right. And all. I think a few episodes back, the reason they took the elixir was she was like, I can do it myself. But the reason there were three of us is I won't survive. Oh, so okay. it was, I thought it was something like that. So I thought it's kind of like, and, and again, this was written last year, six seconds after Endgame. So I could totally see the heroic sacrifice coming because, you know, imitation is a serious form of writing. And, um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, that's just my thinking that the legends are obviously going to incite some sort of rebellion. And well, it already has. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah. I mean, again, the problem I've got is that they like to do these things where this this global thing happening. And I get that Flash is off air and Arrow is no longer on the air and Supergirl and Batwoman and Batwoman's just a mess right now. But I get that they're all off air and stuff. But again, where you're telling me the fates took over the world and Barry Allen's like, whatevs. <laughs> right yeah not me this like, time guys and we Wasn't have me. And we have a supergirl like supergirls like whatevs and you know martian manhunter who would be resistant to such a thing with telepathy like because you've gone ahead and squished everything into one earth like this should not be this easy anymore mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know yeah that is kind of interesting and, and, and it's a, it's a weird conundrum for them to be in and um you know, maybe there'll be a throwaway line at the beginning of next season being like, man, that's a totalitarian, weird, you know, global government by three gods is weird, right? And then yeah. they just, you know, because because in the offseason, Flash doesn't do anything. There is, you know, six months. There's almost always a reason for him to be gone for three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like, what is it, six months? It's like six months yeah. that, that it's off air. And in that six months, nothing happens anywhere right. in the world. And Barry Allen just takes vacation. Mm-hmm. Supergirl too. She goes. She goes to like you know visit the ruins of Krypton. You know, orbiting the black hole of her mm-hmm. former star. I don't know. Um, yeah, and that is kind of a weird thing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they do the the Charlie uh, sacrifice thing because Will, like you said, it's you know hot off the heels of of Endgame, and that's a big moment, and they want a big moment because people audiences like big moments apparently. Um, so who knows? I'm yeah. It's it's interesting. Oh wait, what? Wait. Okay, Astra's also not on the list for next season. No, I don't think she was gonna ever be. All right. Uh, nope. Be- with the elixir, like they're gonna send Charlie away. She's gonna go do something else. Astra and one of the Zaris. Charlie, mm-hmm. new Zari. Astra, Zari two, new Zari. So you think Zari two Yeah, two They put the rings on, and wham. I don't think they take Zari 1.0 away again. I think because the Nate, they, again, now without Ray, you have nothing for Nate to do without Zari. You just don't. Yeah. And, and you could have Constantine, who really is developing feelings, obviously, for Zari 2.0. Which we didn't talk about, by the way. Yeah. By the way, the, no. the, the whole Constantine Zari, Zari 2 is happening. Yeah. It is a thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So I could see that that would also be something that would impact him. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I think that what they're going to do is they're going to find a way for the three of them to sacrifice themselves in some way. And, you know, yeah. So that, that kind of leads us into our next talking point. And that is like, are we going to continue to see two Zaris until an event like that happens? And it, oh, here's- if something like that does happen, which Zari will we, will we be left with by the end of the um, end of the season? What, uh, Kyle, what do you think, man? I think. I think we'll end up with Zari 1.0 being the the main Zari, and I do like the Zari 2.0 theory of her like sacrificing herself for, to rewrite fate. I guess it is. Um, yeah, yeah. But and I I think we'll I think Barad will still stick around because he'll be because he'll have his sister right. with him. Yeah. So they'll they'll and get I to live their feeling- lives on the ship. Yeah, and I have a feeling Zari 1.0 won't like new ba- won't like Barad because I... Bar- this Barad is not built from a from a dystopian universe where anything. So Zari 1.0 is pretty intense, 
Barad is going to be like, he's going to be like, I want to go do this. I want to smoke pot. I want to do this. And so I think, sorry, 1.0 is going to be like, really? Really? <laughs> this is what we're doing? Yeah, there'll, there'll be some interesting stuff there, right? If Zarya 1.0 stays, yeah. there'll be tension between Zarya 1.0 and Barad. There'll be tension between Nate and Constantine. There'll be tension between Constantine and Zarya 1.0. Um, right. it, it leads to a lot more conflict and struggle in the team, which they could use to develop next season. Absolutely. Yeah, and and to leave both of them there, A, increases production costs because they got to do like either body doubles for shots, uh, you know, CGI to face replace, um, mm-hmm. film two different scenes and then interlay them together. Um, it makes things a lot more complicated. And so unless there's like possession taking place and Zari 2 and Zari 1 kind of interchange the same body and do something like that, um, I kind of, I, I don't know. I feel like we might get Zari 1 back because Zari 1 is our original Zari. We had her for two seasons. Mm-hmm. Right. We've only had Zari 2 for, for one season. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, any, any other kind of speculation that you guys want to lay on this uh, before we move on? Eh. I mean, it's next week. So yeah, it's true. Yeah, the season finale. Season finale next week, so we'll we'll have to see what it is there. But uh, now it's time for my, and I know it's your favorite part of the show, and that is Mix Quote of the Week. It's the Mix Quote of the Week. All right, so we have several contestants this week. Uh, Kyle, why don't you uh, read them out for us? So what? Now you're just blind? I like that one, actually. <laughs> Damn it! I promised Lita I wouldn't get locked up again. This stays between us. Steel Boy! Punch! <laughs> I love Star Trip. And my hair! <laughs> I gotta go with number four. <laughs> Just because Ricardo Montalban... Mick, uh, yeah. um, uh, I think, was just, was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Kyle, what do you think? Absolutely. Oh. Yeah, I do too. I think just just seeing Mick with hair like long, oh, yeah. white, wavy hair was, was fantastic. So we're unanimous. <laughs> we have it. Kyle presents us with this week's Mick Quote of the Week. I love Star Trip and my hair. There you have it, folks. This week's Mick Quote of the Week. <laughs> um, no iTunes reviews. Okay, so <laughs> we have no iTunes reviews, but feel free to write us reviews. Um, and we will read them on the air, but, uh, it looks like we're out of time. Uh, but if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel a time stream, here's how you can follow the show on Twitter at legends, talk TV. That's legends, talk TV. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at ring that bell spelled B E A L L. Uh, you can follow me at Kyle Krause 89. You can also listen to me on the atomic Geekdom podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at WR Benson. Now I don't really post there very often. I'm really on there just to follow the great musical career of the Hanson brothers. Um, so, you know, those that bop gets me going. So that's why I'm on Twitter. But uh, you can also find me and listen to me on the Plains Talkers Magic Podcast. But if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. And watch us almost every week on our Facebook page <laughs> at facebook.com slash Legends TV Talk. We'll be there live uh, most of the time. <laughs> if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the tvtalk.fm network. Such shows as, well, Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Star Wars, Tolkien, Black Lightning, I'm sure is on there, and more. <laughs> and Stargirl. And Flashcraft. And Flashcraft. And Flashcraft. 
What? Flash? Flash? I don't. I don't know. Wow, you have. I, you are. I just... should have gotten a beer because my mouth is so really dry right have. now. Oh, and wow. that's what it is. Yeah. Yes, because yes, because beer will make you not say Carl. I know. That's not going away. It's because I, I, I needed just to continue drinking this morning Coral. to kill my hangover, so that that way I can just push the hangover <laughs> further out. Um, yeah, I had that actually too. I was, yeah, we were out last night. It was it weather report last night was cloudy with a chance of drunk, and boy did the storm hit. <laughs> oh, I think oh. I think I think. So while you're yeah. at it, check us out on iTunes <laughs> and give us a review. We'll read them on the show. Don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Google Play and Stitcher. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for creating the music for our bumps. You can check out the rest of his awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And another shout out to our sound engineer slash editor slash producer, Andy Barksdale. He's the guy who makes us sound so pretty and who makes Kyle not sound like he's yelling into a 10-gallon bucket. You can find out more at AndyRobotAudio.com. As always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?